0: If you can on Facebook Live, because it's lovely to welcome back Chef Neil Tomes, who's eating his breakfast and singing along to Faith No More. How are you?
1: I'm very good. Thank you for having me back,
0: Phil. You're quite welcome good to be here. So, this morning, because I live in the jungle, I heard there he was, <whistles> and I'm like, here we go, because that means the humidity is coming back. That really is the barometer, isn't it, of when things yeah, get slimy? The, I the can... coal, I think he's called.
1: I can feel it right now. Yeah, no it's it's coming.
0: Nasty. That insipid humidity. All your chef whites are going to grow chef whites of their own and all of that stuff, isn't it? That's what happens at this time of the year.
1: Yeah, I get them I get them a, I get them green so that the bowl just um, it just makes them white. In. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um I thought what I'd want to talk a little bit about this morning is the simple, you know, really boring for you stuff that's going to happen in our kitchen. Bread, for instance, you've been making sourdough. Bread doesn't last but a few hours before it starts to go off in this kind of humidity, does it? So what do you do?
1: Yeah, well, it's, uh, it, well I mean, I, I've been yeah, experimenting with some sourdough. Oh, yeah. And the one gr- the one great thing about homemade bread, uh, sourdough especially, um is that it? Just la- generally lasts a lot longer. Why is that? I mean, it'll dry. It, I, I think it's because of the um, the the, the uh, there's not so much sugar in it ah. to attract uh, the bacteria. But it's also because it's it's inherently sour. There's a and there's a um, a yield a um, uh, uh, yeast growth in it. Okay. And a bacteria growth that actually creates an environment that's not very hospitable. To other little naughty things. I have
0: wondered about this sourdough does seem to last longer doesn't it at yeah. home yeah and,
1: then, and and also because it's um, it's, it's a, normally when you make sourdough it's, it's got a very high hydration so there's you know a 40 30 30 to 40 percent water ratio that goes into the actual mix so right. it's a very wet dough. So that naturally lends itself to being more moist.
0: You're probably going to go off on a chefy thing in a minute, but very often, sometimes, <laughs> s- s- sometimes when I've seen sourdough, you just get the impression it's not quite done, to be honest. Is that what is that because of what you're oh, just how, telling us? How, no. how do you, does
1: this not look done? Please?
0: That looks perfect to Mundo. This, look, this
1: looks like, it looks like a little Easter egg.
0: Join us on Facebook Live to watch Neil eating some sourdough. But perhaps, seems you're tantalising everybody. You can tell us in a little while how to make it. But we're taking care of it for yeah. the moment.
1: Well, you know, you know what? It's it's a live it's a live product. Is that? And, and 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 the interesting thing is, you know, everyone knows when you make when you make bread, you have flour. At the very basics, the very basics of it, you have flour, water, and yeast,
0: okay. and a little
1: bit of salt. Now, when you make sourdough, you don't actually use any any yeast. You don't buy yeast. You get free yeast and you get free yeast because you grow the starter and that takes some of the natural yeasts that are in the actual flour that you're using yeah and from the air as well you know there's a lot of yeast um spores floating around it sounds pretty gross, but so they're very ben. most of them are, are very beneficial to us yes and what happens is you basically mix very simple you get some flour you get some water you mix it together mm. now you can add some, some, some. Other people add things like raisins. Some people add different types of flour, like say, for instance, a rye flour.
0: I can only ask you, you what you add- do. Let's let's take your version of it, shall okay. we?
1: So, so um, we 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 use the Emma Emma grain, which is um, the one we use all uh, all the way from 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 Italy, and um, so that in its own right has got these sort of uh um yeasts all the way from italy you can hear them they've got like a little funny accent
0: and um just let me ask you something about yeast for a second i get the impression that the stuff you just go down the supermarket and buy you'd probably say don't do that it sounds like you've got to get really good stuff to be honest
1: no you you can go in if you're making a normal loaf of bread that yeast is fine that yeast is excellent Hmm. when you rehydrate it and the instant rise yeast actually a lot has some of the enzymes built into it that actually break down the starches. People think that the the yeast eats the starches, which it does, but it needs an enzyme to break those starches down okay. into a format where the yeast can eat it. But instant, instant yeast are actually very good, but what we're trying to make here is a really natural carandine, so. We get a really unique flavor from the airy brain because that comes from different types of yeast. I also use a little bit of rye flour. So, rye is a normally very good ingredient.
0: You're having a little flake out here with the signal. I think you might come back in a second. I'm going to get you to repeat some of this stuff because it's gold dust. He's absolutely. Gone here on Radio 3. So I'm going to try and get him back in just a second. Hello. Oh, hey, are you still
1: there? Hi, hello. Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
0: what did you do? I'm
1: sorry, about I don't
0: know. No worries. Um, and
1: anyway, so basically, so th- this is pretty amazing if you think about it. You take some flour. Yeah. You take a cup of flour, you take half a cup of rye flour, yeah. you mix that together, you add a cup of water to it, maybe a little bit more than a cup of water. And then you leave that for a couple of days. Mm. And then you come back and you throw away half of it. And you mix in the same ratio of flour to water that you threw away. Right. And then gradually over the course of maybe seven days and every day you're, you're halving it and feeding it, you will see it start to become alive. So you'll get little bubbles and it'll become aerated and it'll start to smell a little sour. And that's these um, that's these uh, yeasts and bacteria is working in unison, eating the starches and and you know farting out uh, um, CO two yeah. and producing alcohol. And so this is just a natural byproduct of their process of, of of replicating these the yeasts. And then what you end up with is a really complex. Unique flavored starter. Now they're not for the light-hearted because you literally have to feed them every day or every couple of days mm. um, to keep them going. So in a normal in a normal bakery, they'd have a sourdough mother. They're called they called mother names, which I won't repeat on radio. <laughs> the general term is a mother. Yeah, yeah. And basically, they'll they'll take half of that half of that mother and they'll make the bread that day for it. We'll then refresh it by adding more flour and more water. And then that will that will get gain strength again overnight. And so what you get is a very different loaf of bread from what you would buy in the supermarket. Right. It's much more complex, much richer. And I, I, I don't know if you can see here, there's some really... I can't see anything
0: because I'm afraid we lost your video feed. Something blipped out, but we're still hearing you on good old-fashioned radio. So we're listening to you hold up a bit of bread right now.
1: <laughs> okay. Can <laughs> Well, you, uh, let me describe it to you. It's it's a lovely piece of um, um, bread with uh, lots of different size holes. Yeah. And because often you have a really hydrated bread, this one is it's it's really bubbly. It's got a lovely, lovely, nutty flavour, but there's a sour a sour note to it as well. Fantastic toasted. Put on the grill. Bit of butter. Bob's your uncle.
0: And away we go. Now, I often wondered why it tastes better when it's done at home. Well, it must do, because it's your own creation, isn't it, anyway? So what are you going to do with this? Um, I am going to come back to the looking after stuff in just a minute, because that is uh, something that I think might be quite interesting for us. What are you going to do with yours, the stuff you've been cooking since silly o'clock this morning? Well, I mean... Apart from the obvious, yeah.
1: I've always said my sort of... uh, uh, And I don't ever want to have it but my death row meal would be a big chunky bit of toast a big (laughs) big slather of butter and some lovely jam um but you can do obviously all kinds you know if it does if you don't use it up and it goes stale, it makes excellent breadcrumbs um you you, there's a, a myriad you know obviously sandwiches toasties um, you, a lot of people will will if they make a nice round loaf. Yeah. They'll actually cut the top off. They'll cut the top off, scoop out the inside, make that into croutons, fill the actual um, um, hole you've made with soup, and then you've got this lovely serving presentation of soup inside a uh, a loaf you've made. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic.
0: Okay. Well, that's a br- think- brilliant starter for a for a nice suggestion for the weekend there. Is that a little homegrown recipe that you grew up with, or is that something you guys serve in your restaurants?
1: I think we had it in... in I think I had it in a French restaurant on, on holiday in Canet de Plage one time oh yes, inspired drink. When,
0: when one was on holiday <laughs> well listen since you've been talking about bread um, how do yeah. you keep this stuff bearing in mind sourdough does last longer how do you how do you just keep it um, without it being susceptible to the nasty slime that we've got going on outside at well, the
1: moment well I mean I'll often bake a baker loaf slice it up pop it in the freezer that's obviously the easiest way of doing it um, defrosting bread and yeah, and
0: people are a bit th- d- d- divided happened. on the old frozen freezing of bread. I've I've read stuff well, about I that, but in this part of the world, what choice do we have?
1: I don't I don't think it has any detrimental effect on the actual bread, and it's always good as a staple to have in the freezer. So um, you know, you can whack it out and pop a couple of poached eggs and a little bit of hollandaise on it. So that that I would that I would be fair, but I think just to to, to you know, don't know if you grew up with a with a bread bin, yeah with a yeah,
0: bread bin. indeed, yeah, and, and how you on earth is that, that supposed to work?
1: You don't get them that much here well i think I think it works on several levels. I think it stops like the air uh, um passing around it so much so that it stops it drying out. It probably helps to stop little critters trying to get into it as well, yeah, um, and just everyone knows where the bread is, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Um, i would i would wrap it uh, in a in a in a plastic bag i'd put it in a in a Ziploc bag or, or wrap it in a cloth i mean you will get you will get um moisture loss from it are you a fan of old school
0: yeah. wax paper you can get that oh, here i
1: love it yeah a- absolutely yeah no for sure you can get those really the, the, someone brought out these um beeswax sort of cloths. they are
0: excellent yeah, exactly. but they're really sticky on your hands
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They get a bit manky, don't they? Um, and the, the 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 best way of of making sure it doesn't go off is obviously to eat it. Yeah, I think. That's, um, I think that's and, the way and, to go. And, really. and not and not and not and not buy too much. But you know, with other things, there's uh, you know, as long as you keep them in airtight containers. Yep. You're, you're pretty good, especially with sourdough for four, five, six days. Um, I don't know what they put in the white bread in the supermarket these days, but um, well, that, you said that sugar. Seems...
0: You said sugar for stuff Yeah, well, the
1: sugar. I think there's some preservatives as well because you know I've had a I've had a pack of that out and it's been um, it's 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 seemed to last too long for for what it is. Mm. Um. But yeah, I, I with, with regard to other stuff, you know, I think that the 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 humidity plays havoc with things like um, yeah. You know your spices. Oh, really? Let, let's not let's not talk about salt.
0: Uh, yeah, bye <laughs> bye. Every,
1: every restaurant, you go into, it's like you know they've got the rice in it that doesn't work. Does it not the, work? Because
0: um, that looks that's they always have that.
1: Not, n- not really. I mean, I go into one. I go into one place where the where the holes in the the, the shaker are big enough to let the rice through. Yeah. So you end up getting like this salty crunchy rice topped um, meal.
0: Forget so, that, then. Yeah,
1: I think spice, if you, if you don't have airtight spices, humidity gets, makes them all um oh. and, and especially damp, ones and like get... um,
0: onion powder, garlic powder, <clears throat> they just turn into a lump, oh, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. So things like
1: that, you, you've got to be really careful with. Uh, all
0: right, well, I just mentioned wax paper, um, and you mentioned the beeswax wrappy things. They're quite sticky, but anyway, mm. they do the job. So all of this stuff is available in Hong Kong, which is absolutely brilliant. Do you recommend those... I think they call them stasher bags. I mean, what do you do in your kitchen? You must have stuff on a big scale.
1: Uh, well, we normally have containers, and we, um, you know, have lids on the containers and stuff. I mean, to be honest, in our restaurants, you know, we go through oh. things very quickly. <laughs> so there's, 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 you know, we, we don't. I mean, obviously, everything's dated and everything's, yeah. uh, you know, noted and stuff like that. But yeah, we kind of, we kind of cy- cycle through that. But, you know, some good airtight containers. I, I, and I hate to sort of recommend Ziploc bags, given that we're sort of, you know, trying to reduce well, the amount of Well, the stash bags are made of rubber.
0: Stuff. You reuse them.
1: Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but, you know, w- you know, just reusable glass jars and, and yeah. things like that. I'll
0: tell you one thing that does not like humidity, I'm assuming, and that is going to be the mushroom, because a hint of too much water and they start to smell nasty, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do. They smell this like off, I mean,
0: off fish. I don't know why, but they do.
1: Well, I mean, it's a it's a it's a fungus, isn't it? I it's suppose so. Um, it's it it's it kind of it grows in that type of environment when it's in the in the natural environment. But if you cut cut it off and taking it sort of um, you know connection to the earth away, then it's gonna it's gonna get funky. But you know, things like this are. I would always, if, you know, if you if you see the nice bunch of portabellas yeah. on sale in the um, on em. sale in the uh, su- in supermarket, get them, chop them up, and use ch- them. Chuck ch- a little bit of butter in the pan. Oh, good. Fry them up and mm. and and, Bob's and, and put them in a container. Put them in a container and, and put them in the freezer.
0: Love your work, Neil. Fantastic. Good top
1: tips for the weekend. Thanks very much. We'll talk soon. That's Chef Neil Tomes. <laughs>